The Diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. Over $30,000 up for grabs. Go to oddscrowd.com. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 NFL Week One exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome everybody to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. It is officially NFL week one and our Philadelphia Eagles head down to Atlanta to kick off the NFL season. Rob, most important question before we get to the predictions for the season, lock those in and for week one, what will you be wearing for the game? Wow, this is a great, great question and aptly timed. I just ordered a new uh, Kelly Green Eagles T-shirt. I I've elected to go with the new T-shirt, new era. I don't want to retread any of my old uh, gear. Um, I'm not quite ready to commit to a new jersey. Obviously, I had the Wentz jersey that is gone and will never be worn again. Um, so you know, new nice Kelly Green jersey with the old school Eagles logo on it. That's that's what I'm going for. I like it. I like the throwback look. I was trying to find a Hertz white jersey, and I I feel like they're not out yet. I may go Devonta Smith jersey. I may go with the classic Reggie White jersey. Still, still up for debate. Justin, what are you going to be rocking come Sunday? Uh, I'm actually going old school. I'm going back to uh, my Eagles T-shirt that I wore during our Super Bowl stretch. There, uh, I've worn it off and on past couple of years, but I think I got to put it back on. See what we can do. Breathe some uh, mojo into it. Hey, I, uh, there is some, you can make some comparisons to the second year of uh, Donovan McNabb. You know, that first year McNabb was a rookie, went five and 11. He kind of came in at the end of the season. Second year, out of nowhere, went 11 and five, got to the playoffs. I think they even had a, a couple wins that year. Rob, what are your, uh, we're going to talk game one, but what are your, what, what are your thoughts? Record wise for the Eagles coming into this season. Yeah, look, I mean, I know we're going to touch on it later, but I, I just think the pundits have it wrong with the six and a half uh, line. I see us winning nine games. I, I'm, I'm still with that. I think that's about where I was when we did our schedule preview uh, previously. Um, look, things could change. I, 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 I candidly think it could even hit 10 games, but um, 
you know, obviously I'm biased, but I don't think it's out of the question. I, I think this team is going to surprise a couple people. Uh, we even heard Tony Romo say that he, that he heard that he thinks the Eagles could survive a uh, surprise. Sorry. I can't speak today. Surprise some people. Well, and, and as you know, Rob, Tony Romo can predict the future. He can see plays before they happen. <laughs> He's one of the greatest football minds. This world, this game has ever seen. I, I don't know why he didn't use some of that during his playing days, but thank God he, he, he saved it for the broadcast booth. Justin, <laughs> why, what yeah, you gotta, you gotta appreciate Romo now that he's uh, out of that Cowboys uniform. I, I do like what he has to say at times. I hate to admit that, but for sure. Um, I think during our uh, previous uh, episode, I'd said, you know, possibly 10 and seven. Uh, I went back I looked at it. I tried to look at it as objectively as possible. And I actually have us down for about eight and nine, possibly nine and eight season. We'll see. I'm trying to be as realistic as possible with our record here, but I think we can beat Atlanta, Carolina, Detroit, Denver, um, and then split the games between those in our division and obviously beat the jets. So I'm anything better than that. I'll be, I'll be happy with, but as of right now, new coach, we got hurts at the helm. I'm going to say eight and nine, possibly nine and eight. Well, I'm, I'm tapping both you guys and maybe I'll have to be talked down by realist Rob at some point in the season. I was at 12 and five. I knocked it down to 11 and six. Let's (laughs) love it. offensive and defensive line and knock on wood. If those guys can stay healthy, we can really push some people around up front. I think we've done a good job patching our holes. I'm slightly worried about, about the safety in the secondary super high on Jalen hurts. Just as a guy who wins football games as a guy who is wants to work. And we've seen this a number of times where a coach comes in. I, I I think it's going to take a little while for teams to figure out get some film on the Sirianni system, even Jonathan Gannon, all the, all the uh, uh, new schemes he's going to be bringing the new fronts, bunch of interesting looks. I think it's going to be tough for teams early on. And that's when our schedule is toughest. I think that'll help us out there middle of the road, maybe hit some growing pains, but then we have a really nice uh, soft schedule towards the end. Uh, So I, I, I think that will help us close it down 11 and six. We will win one playoff game. Locking in that prediction, Rob. Where do you what do you have a bold prediction for the season, positive or negative? Feel free to bring in realist Rob here. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going realist Rob. Realist Rob is during the season. Season has not yet started, so we're still optimistic, Rob. As of today, I think the bold predict prediction is that Sirianni can coach. I think there's a lot of people that are doubting him. And I think a lot of it is unfairly fueled by that first press conference. And I think we're going to see a much more coherent offensive system, an offensive system that makes more sense and has rhythm to it. Um, so I think he's going to be the one of the surprises of the season. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, and I threw out Sirianni coach of the year is at 50 to one at one point when I gave it out, it, it's gotten all the way down to 35 to one. So, uh, I mean, you can make, you can make money just off, off that movement. Uh, you could buy a ticket and uh, sell it at, at a different price. You don't even need to win the ticket. Of course, I'm talking about propswap.com. Head over there, use the promo code SGP up to $500 in bonus cash. And, uh, and maybe you have that Sirianni coach of the year ticket, Justin, what is your bold prediction for the Eagles in 2021? Something, and, and maybe it is negative. Maybe 
you know, maybe eight, nine, but maybe it's a player prediction. Just, just not, nah, I'm nothing negative here. Let's keep this positive. Season hasn't even started yet. We could start bashing if we don't do well, but I want to keep it positive. And I was, you know, I was looking at the players actually in this case. And, it, you know, we got a lot of talent at receiver. I feel like, you know, we got speed with those guys. Um, but I was looking for at a guy who I feel like has kind of under underperformed. He's been banged up a little bit, but Miles Sanders, I'm going to say is going to be a top five running back in the league this season. I'm hoping he could stay a little bit more healthy this season, um, and be able to rip off some yards. Uh, I know we talked about, you know, his, his drops here and there, but I'm hoping he's been able to fix that. And it sounds like Sirianni wants to get the the running backs a little bit more involved with uh, catching and things like that. So if we can get him open uh, and, you know, he could catch, then I think, you know, the sky's the limit for him with that. And then also being able to run. Um, like I said, we got this receivers hurts is a dual threat quarterback. So that opens things up a little bit more. Hopefully he's, and we got the line in order to do the blocking for him. So I think he can certainly be a top five running back in the league this season. If he could stay healthy. Love it. And uh, Rob's been, you know, been uh, talking fantasy in the uh, Eagles uh, group thread saying, you know, kind of testing our loyalty. I will say this. We did uh, Kramer and I did a, a league together. It was a one ETH was the entry fee uh, for the uh, fantasy football league, 10 team league. I convinced him not only to draft miles Sanders in the fourth round, but we also got Jalen hurts all the way down in the 10th round. He was the last quarterback selected. Uh, that felt pretty amazing uh, getting him there. Okay. We're going to give out some, uh, some of our favorite Eagles uh, bets for the season. Of course, we're presented by win bet. Make sure you head over to W Y N N B E T.com. Use that promo code. Uh, you don't actually need a promo code. All you got to do is head over to win bets, get up to a $500 risk free sports bet. They got you covered on all the Eagles and other NFL teams. You want to fade the giants highly recommend that their offensive line is garbage. You want to get in on the Eagles. Uh, we're about to go over some of our favorite Eagles bets for the season. Justin, you laid out eight and nine. Uh, we we got to get an official prediction. Is it eight and nine or nine and eight? We got, we got to lock this in. Oh, well, I got to go with the positive side here. Season hasn't started. I'll go nine and eight. I'll All stick right. with nine and eight. I think Rob and I are uh, even there. So at nine and eight there, you could take over six and a half wins plus 500 to win the division. That's even possible at nine and eight, uh, depending on how high you are in the NFC East, make the playoffs is plus 300. No is minus 400 Win the NFC is 50 to one super bowl, 100 to one. What, uh, any of those, uh, tickling your fancy. What is your, what is your favorite bet? Obviously <laughs> win total is the easiest, but are you, are you rolling the dice? Any, anything more than that? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, even though I had said, you know, eight, nine and nine and eight, I still have bets on all these and even Super Bowl bet there. So <laughs> what, what the hell? Uh, yeah, I think six and five wins is, is kind of a lock at this point. Not even kind of it is. I would I take that to the bank as of right now. Um, and then possibly the safest bet after that would be make the playoffs at plus 300. I think you could get decent money there. A little exciting too, you know, for the uh, complete season. See if we can make the playoffs. Uh, I do like the division at plus 500, but that is a bit riskier. So uh, six and a half wins seems to be the lock to me and then possibly make the playoffs at plus 300. Rob, what do you, what do you like of these uh, the season long bets for the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think clearly we're all on the same page, six and a half wins. I think that's the, the, the safest bet of all of these. 
Uh, I, I'm in line with Justin. I think the next one's probably to make the playoffs, but I will say this. I would not be completely shocked if the Eagles win the division this year. I think it's another one of those years where the NFC East is going to be up for grabs. I know, you know, Washington has a a great defense. Um, You know, Dallas seemingly has all this talent. I think there's still some questions on their defense, but you know, I I just think it's one of those years where things aren't going to go as planned and, and, you know, a a team you don't expect like the Eagles could emerge. Um, and I also just want to throw in Sean talking about fantasy. I did draft Jalen Hurts on my team, Devonta Smith and Miles Sanders. So I got uh, the whole offense covered. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And Devonta. I, yeah, that's going to be, he's going to be fun. He's going to be fun in that offense. For me, it's, it's win the division at plus 500. Again, teams don't win the division back to back years. So I, I think Washington's going to have a tough chance. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick has never had a, he's one season with a winning record, like finishing an entire season. Their defense is good, but I I think their offense is going to be limited. uh, Their ceiling by Ryan Fitzpatrick, Uh, the Cowboys, the defense is too bad. And and Dak's dealing with legit injuries and the line play for the giants, especially that offensive line. You can't have a bad offensive line and a bad quarterback. Uh, That's what the giants are stuck with. So Eagles, win the division at plus 500 and over six and a half. I mean, they're just, they're just giving money away at this point. Any other bets you guys like, maybe it's a player prop. Maybe it's a rookie of the year. Maybe it's a, it's a coach of the year. I'll throw out mine. Jalen hurts MVP 65 to one. And I, and again, I'll, I'll get, I'm sure I'm going to get a ton of shit for being a Homer. Here's the case. I'll, I'll bring up this uh, player, a player B player a, and this is a fantasy angle, but again, I think it, it kind of applies to uh, fantasy player a 19.4 fantasy points per game, 165, three pass yards per game, 72.8 rush yards per game. Player B 23 fantasy points per game, 229.8 pass yards per game, 68 rush yards per game. Player a was Lamar Jackson in his first season. Player B Jalen hurts in his first season, Lamar Jackson went on to win the MVP his second year. And I think there's a case for Jalen hurts to kind of fall into that similar path. If he can carry this team to 11 wins, like I think is possible, a Sirianni coach of the year and Jalen hurts uh, MVP are certainly long shot bets that are in the mix. So I obviously I'm drinking the Kool-Aid full bore right now, but I think the case is there for that. Justin, any other uh, Eagles bets you like before we start uh, breaking down some week one stuff? You know, there's a couple that stood out. I mean, Miles Sanders, that over a thousand yards rushing. I mean, he only played 12 games last season and he was over 850 yards. So that's a possibility. I kind of, I'm intrigued by that. And also Goddard with five TDs. That's intriguing as well over uh, five TDs. But the, the biggest one that stands out to me is Hertz 20 and a half. Uh, touchdown passes. Um, he's also down. Uh, they also have him for seven and a half uh, rushing TDs. I don't like that. I, I like the the passing TDs at uh, just over 20, uh, 21. Uh, do just due to the fact that as far as I'm anticipating, he's going to 
uh, played this entire season, 17 games. You know, that's just an average of just over one TD a game. Uh, I think he can easily do that with the core that we have, you know, Ertz Goddard at tight end. And then, you know, we've, we just keep pointing out the wide receivers um, and just the, the skill positions on our team. So I, I think uh, going with him with 20 and a half TDs, uh, touchdown passes is a, uh, is a pretty solid bet. Yeah, I mean, 20 and a half is pretty low, especially when you factor in a 17-game season. Last year in the NFL, 18 quarterbacks went over 20 and a half, and that was in a 16-game season. So you figure you extend the season by a game, 20 and a half, is, it feels pretty realistic. Rob, what about you? Any other uh, Eagles bets you like? No, I, I think I'm with Justin. Uh, the 20 and a half is a good one. I hadn't really thought about that one, but I, I do kind of like the Miles Sanders one uh, with the extra game this season. I do think, uh, you know, Sirianni, I don't want to say he's going to run more, I, I think, but I think he'll be more consistent with the run than Doug was. I, I think, you know, one of the big things we saw with Doug, and we've talked about this, was there would be no rhyme or reason when he would run the, the run would be clicking. It would be going good. And then it would just stop and they wouldn't run the ball again for like two quarters. So I think if anything, it's going to be more consistent and the times when it's working, I hope at least Sirianni is going to stick with it. So I, I, I tend to believe that Miles Sanders can get over a thousand yards this year. Yeah, that's uh yeah. I mean, I, of the Miles Sanders ones, the one I actually like, and I don't have a number in front of me, but I like the combined rushing and receiving yards for him. I think it was like 14 in the 14s because then if they just end up using him in the passing game and he ends up being able to, uh, you know, he, he doesn't drop the ball uh, like he's been having the issues. I, I think you're covered there. Like they end up using him more in the passing game and not just handing him off uh, the ball a ton. You're covered there. D uh, Justin mentioned Dallas Goddard, late breaking news that Dallas Goddard it seemed like he had kind of announced that they, him and his agent were talking about getting an extension done. Now those talks, the extension talks have cooled off. There was also that those uh, trade rumors that, that Minnesota was calling uh, about the services of one Dallas Goddard. It seems like Zach Ertz is now back in the fold. They obviously like uh, the, uh, that, that young kid Jackson to flash enough, uh, even though he's injured, they kept him on the 53 man roster. Rob, what do you make of this uh, contract situation with Goddard? Certainly they're in a spot where they could just franchise tag him, but interesting that it seems like they had talks and then all of a sudden they cooled off. What do you think that means for Goddard's future? Here? Yeah, I, I think it means he's on a prove it year. Um, you know, I think there was just correct me if I'm wrong. Some a tight end. Was it the Ravens tight end? Just got a pretty big deal. Yeah. Something like 14 mil a year. Uh, so maybe that's resetting the market a little, but you know, look, maybe it's obviously they didn't think they were going to have Zach or it's he's there now. Um, you know, maybe they just want to wait and see, see if Goddard emerges this year. If he doesn't, it's going to drive his market value down. If he does have a stellar year, you know, not, I, I think they'll still get a deal done. And at the end of the day, I don't think the franchise tag for a, uh, a tight end is too bad. I mean, yeah, it, it'll be a decent number, but it's not like, you know, a QB franchise tag or something else. So I, I don't hate it. Uh, I, I was in favor of trying to lock him up. I do think he'll be good, especially when I was thinking we wouldn't have Ertz. but you know, at the same time, I'm not opposed to seeing what we have this year in the new system before we pay him a ton of money. 
Yeah, and maybe, you know, maybe we'll get burned a little bit, but Howie's good at, you know, weaseling some money away or, you know, doing something with the contracts where they can make this work. I mean, if Goddard has the year that we think he could potentially have, and and certainly Ertz now being uh, there with him probably hurts his ceiling. Justin, I, I assume you're you're okay with a kind of a prove it year for Dallas Goddard. It seemed like that's what he was going into. I, I didn't want them sinking up a bunch of guaranteed money on Goddard because we're high on Goddard, but again, he hasn't really proven it, especially as a tight end number one. Yeah, I think, and his quote was right. His agent said that he thought everything would be locked up by now. I mean, isn't that what all agents say? So I I don't think there's much to take from that. Uh, He didn't sound too disappointed. Obviously, he wants to get paid. Uh, But, you know, we were talking about possibly franchise tagging him. What, that's 11, 12 million maybe next year for the franchise tag for a tight end, probably less than 12. Um, And then, you know, a guy like Hunter Henry got paid 12.5. I assume his agent wants north of that. But like we were talking about last week, I said he's probably about a top 15 tight end at best right now. And I'm fine with having him do approve a year, especially since we need to think about what are we going to be paying my lotta? What are we going to be paying sweat? Possibly, you know, we got other guys to think about and they, uh, how we might've been delaying this too, to see what inevitably we were going to be doing with Ertz and what that was going to free up. So, um, I'm fine with it taking a little while. It's Howie. He never seems to be in a hurry. He's a patient guy and we'll see what we have with him this season. I'm fine with, uh, making Goddard prove it at this point. Make God or prove it. I, I, I love it. And and kind of just going back to Hertz, like the guy, it's pretty obvious he's playing for his job. Now, certain athletes, when when they feel the pressure of their job security, crumble and ask to be traded out like real cowards. But I don't I don't get that sense that that Jalen Hurts has that in him. And, and I'm fine, you know, him being in a in a prove it style a year. Uh, along and Jalen Hurts is is just as much a prove a year as a lot of these guys, so I I, I like it. All right, we're gonna get into some uh, week one action, a little DFS before we do. I want to shout out PicksWise.com. They're covering you with free gambling picks every game, every day, every sport, all for free. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Now these prices are uh, courtesy of Prize Picks. Get some over unders. You can you can tie them together. I think a five player entry twenty dollars pays two hundred. If you get all of them correct, we got some prices for the Eagles players week one against Atlanta. Miles Sanders sixty eight and a half rushing yards. Goddard who we were just hitting on forty three and a half receiving yards. Rager forty four and a half receiving yards. Devonta Smith fifty six and a half receiving yards. Justin of these. What is your uh, what is your favorite over under for these Eagles players? Yeah, this is a tough one, and it's because I actually kind of like them all. Uh, maybe it's the gambler in me, but it's also because you yeah. know they have one of the worst defenses according to Pro Football Focus. And I mean, uh, I I think I got to go with Rager actually at forty four and a half, just because I'm thinking AJ Terrell, you know, takes Devonte, and then. Uh, we've seen Fabian Murray, uh, Moreau on Washington the past four seasons. He's now with Atlanta. Um, he's not the best cornerback either. I think he signed like a $1.2 million deal. So I- I'm thinking going up against this defense, I-, I like I said, I like all the numbers, but I, I think I might go with Regor having kind of a breakout game for himself here. Hmm. I like it. I We just did our uh, NFL DFS week one picks. 
and they don't have a price on them over at prize picks promo code SGP for hundred percent deposit bonus. But uh, Wes Watkins on the, uh, on like the other DFS sites where you're, you're putting together a lineup, he's at the bare minimum at $3,000. So you're talking about a guy who has long shot potential of, of having a big breakout game and you're paying the, the minimum receiver price. Hey, who knows what this offense is going to look like, especially week one. There's a world where Quez Watkins is our, is our number one receiver uh, coming out of this game. Rob, what do you, what do you like as far as some of these over under uh, prize picks bets? Yeah, I'm with Justin. I, I like most of them, um, but I actually disagree with him. I, I actually like the under on the Rager. Um, I, I'm just a little skeptical. I think he needs to come out and prove it before I'm, I'm throwing the money on him after last year. But um, I, I think out of them, I like Miles Sanders the best. I think Jalen Hurts in his first start, I think they're going to uh, use the run to try to you know give him a level of comfort in that game. And, you know, Miles Sanders has shown that, you know, he can break a run at any time. So I actually like the 68 and a half rush yards, uh, the over for Miles Sanders. Yeah. I I was going back and forth as to which I like the best. I do like the Goddard one. I, I, I think you're making a good case though, Rob and, and Justin here, I'm going to, I'm going to lock up the Miles Sanders over 68 and a half rushing yards. It just seems they're going, he's going to carry the workload, especially when it comes to rushing. I don't think Gainwell is going to get a ton of carries. I do think he's involved in the passing game, but I don't, I don't see him getting a ton of carries and 68 and a half feels pretty reasonable. Goddard. I do like the over at 43 and a half. That feels a bit low for him. The, the receiver ones I'm kind of staying away from just because we don't really know yet what the, what the passing offense is going to look like receiving yards wise, uh, catch wise. I do think if you're playing like, uh, you know, some of these where you're, where you're trying to full point PPR, I do think they're going to go out of their way to get Devonta Smith, some catches early and Devonta Smith has had big games in the Mercedes uh, Benz down there uh, playing with Atlanta. So that's kind of an interesting angle, but receiving yards, Rager Devonta Smith, I- I'm staying away until we kind of get a better feeling for the, for the offense. I think with Miles Sanders, it's the clearest path to this guy's going to get, I think at least, uh, I mean, I would be surprised, Rob, what do you think carries wise of Miles Sanders is in store for? I could see him getting 15 carries yeah, um, out of the backfield. Yeah. I feel like 15 is the minimum. I, I don't see them using, I, I think the, the couple other running backs, you know, gain well, and, and maybe even like, we'll see. Boston Scott sighting. I, I think they'll have a, a role in the pass catching game, but I, I just don't see them getting a ton of carries. And you look at his yardage totals, even last year, he does have a couple duds in there, but I think the healthy offensive line uh, will be enough to carry him. And, and like you guys pointed out, he certainly has a chance to break a big one, uh, which will be super exciting as I'm going to be out in Las Vegas watching the uh, game, probably going to, Head over to uh, Circa, the uh, sportsbook mecca there. Maybe catch some of it outside stadium swim or go in, check out the massive uh, sportsbook. Justin, you are on uh, island time, of course. Got to wake up super early. Walk us through uh, game day as a uh, Hawaii Eagles fan. Oh, I'm uh, going to wake up about 5 a.m., hop in the shower, get ready, make sure I'm all cleaned up, ready to go for this game. 
Then uh, I'm going to drive uh, all the way out to Waikiki, go to Waikiki Brewing. Uh, I like that place. Nice little outside bar. Uh, I know there's a couple guys who work there who are Eagles fans. Uh, hopefully it's not too busy. We can find a seat because there is all these COVID restrictions right now. I'll definitely be wearing a mask. Definitely be wearing a mask, but uh, I, pl- I plan to have a couple Bloody Marys, watch the game, eat some breakfast by kickoff at 6 a.m. So, yeah, so kickoff is 6 a.m. What is the do – you, do you start cracking a Bloody Mary there? What's what's the move? Oh, yeah, I go Bloody Mary. I get Bloody Mary, coffee, water, and then uh, I, try to, I try to wait a little bit closer to halftime uh, to order my breakfast then I, so I can kind of focus and eat my breakfast during halftime and, you know, not be interrupted with uh, the game. So it is, it is tough to eat on game day. Cause you the, I get the nervous stomach butterflies just jacked <laughs> up. Yeah. I, it's just tough to get dialed in. And, and usually my plan in Vegas, maybe I'll, I'll take down a uh, breakfast burrito if I can find one or just walk by a Starbucks and grab a croissant, muscle that down. And then, coffee, obviously get ready going for the pregame show. And then I'll just start, you know, hammering Coors Light, uh, depending on how the second half goes, I'll introduce some whiskey, uh, you know, and kind of see, see where things go from there. Rob, what do you, what do you got Uh local guy? What, what are the plans for, are, are you going somewhere? You're just going to watch the game at home. What's the, yeah. you know, so I'm probably the most boring. I, I watch most games at home, just laying on my couch, uh, watch the game. I'll wake up, have a good breakfast. Uh, I obviously have plenty of time. I, I, I wish the game started earlier. Cause I find on Sundays, I'm literally just waiting around for one o'clock for the game to start. Um, but I will say there is a new Eagles bar that has opened in town. So if not for this game, I will be uh, checking that out. Apparently the second level of the bar is Eagles fans only allowed. So you'll be in a friendly environment. Um, so I will give a report, uh, if I go there, but if not, I'll definitely be getting there sometime soon. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to, uh, do a live show there. One of these days. That's a, that sounds like an awesome spot and, uh, I'm jealous of getting some local wings wings out in California, Vegas. They're, they're just not they're not up to par. There's no sort of, you know, Keystone pub, 10 cent or wing night. You don't get those <laughs> high quality wings. Wing prices the way, have uh, spiked. There's no more 10 cent wings, Sean. <laughs> uh, Sean, I misspoke earlier. It's 7am kickoff here. I think I said 6am. I may not get there by 6am for uh 6am kick, 7am kickoff. All right. So yeah, we got to factor in the um, time, the, uh, whether or not you uh, crazy Hawaiians decide to accept uh, daylight savings. Is that what it is? Because you guys don't <laughs> you don't accept uh, the clock moving. Yeah, and then I mean kickoffs are you know late at eight a.m. Then once daylight savings time kicks in a little bit later, so we're good. All right. Well, you know maybe they'll bring back the ten cent wings, uh, Rob. I, I know in uh, some some price uh, increases. All right. Enough messing around. The Atlanta Falcons. We're heading in to the Mercedes Benz Dome. Early kick, one o'clock east. Let's start on the defensive side of the ball. Justin, what do we got to do to win against the Falcons? You know, uh, there's like the obvious things I was thinking about. I, I, I've been noticing, you know, three and outs. We can't seem to 
you know, make those happen and get off the field. Uh, but that's pretty obvious there. So I think the thing, the key thing I'm looking at here and I'm going to be taking notice of is, you know, what are our key signings doing? Meaning Anthony Harris and Steven Nelson, right? Are, uh, did those upgrades actually help us? Because we know last year uh, our secondary was crappy to start. And then we had all of the injuries and we really went downhill from there. So I'm hoping with, you know, Gannon, new defensive coordinator, along with, you know, a little bit of new blood with Anthony Harris and Steven Nelson, we can get something uh, solid going in the secondary this season. And I think that's going to be the key thing. How well are those guys able to contribute to this team? Yeah, no, I hit on a bunch there. Rob, what are, you, what are your keys to victory for the uh, Eagles defense? Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be the key to a lot of victory, but to me, it, it's really getting pressure on Matt Ryan. I think he's one of those quarterbacks you know, he's not the most mobile guy out there and, you know, you, you got to either sack him or at least get in his face, get him to move around the pocket, because if not, you know, he'll ultimately pick us apart. Um, you know, he doesn't have Julio anymore. That's a good thing. Uh, but I think if we can get in his face, put some pressure on him, that's been the key to beating him in the past. And I think that remains the key this year. Yeah. And it all starts up front with the pass rush would be nice to see if uh, Josh sweat gets going, gets a couple sacks. He had a really good camp. He looks to be, uh, looks to be doing some damage for me. The keys on defense. I, I'm imagining uh, Darius Slay is going to be matched up against Calvin Ridley. Now slay is, you know, a cornerback one, but he has had trouble with some of the top receivers in the league. So I, I don't need him to shut down Calvin Ridley, but I need him to slow down Calvin Ridley. And I, and I think the same applies to one Kyle Pitts, who again, they drafted him fourth overall. We've struggled with the, with the tight ends in the past. We have Rodney, you know, Rodney McLeod coming off an injury and a new safety in Harris as well. So I, I think there could be some issues covering the tight end and Ridley. Again, I, I'm not looking for a complete shutout, but they need to limit the damage. We can't have a George Kittle type game, even though he won that game against the 49ers, God, God knows how, but where anytime they throw to him, he's open, he's getting what he wants. We can't have that. We can't have them going up and down the field at will. We need to get some, uh, we need to get some stops obviously. And I don't see how we win this game without winning the turnover battle. And Matt Ryan is a guy strip sacks are a possibility. And certainly, uh, you know, if we're getting the pressure, getting a pick, but I think the key certainly is just limiting the damage between uh, Pitts and Ridley, not complete shutout, but just limiting the damage. What about the offense, Rob? Seems like there's going to be a ton of pressure on Hertz. What do you, what do you want to see out of this offense? Yeah. I mean, uh, the obvious thing is scoring, but I think more, you know, just as important as scoring is I, I want to see some sustained drives. Even, even if it's not, you know, putting up huge numbers in terms of points, we can't have three and outs. It's going to put too much pressure on the defense. And, you know, look, I, I think there's going to be some bumps in the road. Obviously Hertz didn't play much in preseason. Obviously this is a new role for him, but I do think he's one of these guys that can come up big in big moments. And I think he's one of these quarterbacks too. You know, sometimes you have a quarterback that just, it may not always look perfect. It may not always look pretty, but some guys just will their way to get things done when, when it matters. And, you know, some QBs you don't have confidence in to, to win you that game on the last drive or, you know, whatever it may be. And I think Hertz is one of these guys that, 
you know, it's not, it's not going to always be pretty, but when, when the game's on the line, he can step up to those moments. So I just want to see him continue to get more comfortable, but more importantly, just some sustained drives, whether it's through running the ball, passing the ball, you know, just drives that are, you know, three, four first downs that can at least take pressure off the defense. I think that'll be really important and it'll be big to giving everyone confidence as well. Justin, what do we got to see from our boy uh, Hertz and Sirianni on the offense? I think we just need to see, you know, some continuity now between Hertz and our receiving core. Um, you know, he hasn't played much in the preseason, as we pointed out previously. Um, and I want to see, you know, how those how he's able to work with these guys and how he's able to lead this team. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a key element, obviously. Um, I'm confident in our O-line at this point. I think we got great talent and a young receiving core and, you know, Sanders, great running back Ertz and Goddard as well, a tight end. But I mean, Hertz is kind of the biggest wild card at this point in my mind. So I'm looking to see what he can do. And I want to see some points. I know Rob pointed out, you know, the obvious answer is kind of scoring, but you know, we were held to less than three touchdowns a game on average last season. And I mean, that's pretty brutal. If your team can't score at least three touchdowns a game, you're obviously losing at a decent clip. So, um, I want to see, you know, those sustained drives as Rob pointed out, but I'd like to see, you know, some points on the board as well. Yeah, no, that, that, uh, totally makes sense. I think for me and kind of hitting on your sustained drives, a solid third down percentage. I mean, in the perfect situation, we're not getting into a ton of third downs. We're getting them on first or second with some, uh, with some aggressive play calling, throwing on first down, not a predictable, Run, run, uh, pass on third down. You know, giving giving Jalen Hurts some manageable third downs and having him convert. And to me, it, it again, it all comes down to the offensive line, and that's why I'm high on this team as a whole for this season. I'm confident in this offensive line that we can push around this uh, Atlanta Falcons defensive line, which is ranked. You know, depending on where you check the rankings, they're they're like bottom five D line. So if our offensive line can give Jalen hurts time and can give miles Sanders holes, I'm very confident we can get the job done. So for me, it's all about the offensive line, getting the big uglies, getting a nice push up front. And that's going to be the uh, keys to an Eagles victory. Okay. Final score prediction time. And that's brought to you by mint mobile. That's right. Tired of getting ripped off from your other mobile, uh, wireless uh, carriers. Mint mobile has you covered. It's only 15 bucks a month. That's right. If you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guaranteed. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, just go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Justin, you have the honors. Give us a final score prediction. All right. So I, you know, I did some thought with this, uh, but you know, I got to go with 24, 20 us in this case, I think we could win. Um, I think we could definitely win actually, as we pointed out, uh, they do have one of the worst defenses of the league at this point. Um, you know, uh, Matt Ryan's just getting older, we got a great defensive line. Um, I think we can put the pressure on him, be able to hopefully get some turnovers. Um, Hurts, as long as he can keep things flowing on the offensive side, I think we could win this game 24-20 Eagles. 
Okay. It's a victory. And of course the, uh, the spread over at win bet still sitting at three and a half looking like plus one forty on the money line. If you think they can win it outright, Rob, what about you? What do you got? What do you got? The Eagles Atlanta week one. I got it. 21 17. Uh, I, I'm just, you know, I'm optimistic. Uh, this is still optimistic, Rob. <laughs> I think you're, you're going to see something offensively from this team. And I think the Nick Sirianni era is going to start with a bang. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, you remember that game, uh, Doug P had, uh, against the, against the Browns, uh, obviously that was the Browns, but it it's not uncommon for teams to kind of come out and, and you know, new head coach and, and the Falcons do have a new head coach as well, Arthur Smith, but maybe just to surprise some people, they don't know uh, how to handle our offense, what we're going to be showing, but maybe I certainly you could make that case uh, for the Falcons as well. I think we get the W, but I think it's a bit higher scoring than you guys. The total over at win is 48 points. I, I think the over is actually a pretty good play here. I would take the Eagles money line. You want to uh, risk a little bit more there. Uh, parlay it with the over. I think this gets to be a, a little bit of a high scoring game. I got it. Eagles 34 Falcons 31. I think it's going to be a close game, high scoring game, but ultimately we get it done on the road in Atlanta. Justin, if you were to write a headline recapping the Eagles uh, game after week one, what would it be? What did, do you, do you have a head, headline for us? Oh, I think it's uh what, what do I think my headline's going to be here? Um, Hertz leads a dynamic offense to victory. Hell yeah. Love it. Rob, you got a, you got a headline. What are we going to be reading? What's going to be the trending article on the Eagles subreddit? Uh, Hertz. So good. Yes. I, I think Hertz is going to have a good, <laughs> yeah, uh, a good game. That is uh that's also a solid, uh, fantasy, uh, football name. Hertz. So good. Close second to, uh, Zach, uh, my ballerts. I know. <laughs> With uh, the headline of paper, scissors, no, Eagles, rock, Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Get it? I like it, Sean. I love it. I love it, Sean. There's going to be some rock, paper, scissors uh, callback. I feel pretty good about that. Now, we didn't, I, I forgot to write it on the rundown. Hopefully, you guys can improvise here. Who is in your uh, Eagles nest? I like taking a guy, putting him in the nest, AKA our MVP for the game. Justin, who's going in your nest? Uh, I, you know what? I, I took him with, you know, my bet here. I think he's going to have over 44 and a half yards. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I don't want to go with Smith just because it seems like such an obvious choice. So I'm going to go with Rager. I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to say, you know, he, with uh, Devante in the offense now and Rager no longer being, you know, the number one guy, he's able to get open a little bit more able to uh, show us what he can do and be a, a dynamic wide receiver for us. Rob, what do you got? I'm going, I'm going Devonte Smith. Um, I believe in hurts, but I think Smith is going to come out. I think, you know, they're going to go out of their way to get him some touches and I think he's going to impress. Yeah. I mean, the, the kid just gets separation. You can do that in the NFL as a receiver. You have a, uh, certainly a bright future. I'm going to go off the board here guy. We haven't talked about a guy who was named one of the defensive captains. Give me Alex Singleton for the Eagles nest player. I know I have it as kind of a shootout, but I, I, this Alex Singleton kid, he's got a nose for the ball. 
And uh, I think he creates a key turnover that ends up being the, uh, that ends up being the key to the game and the key to the Eagles victory. Rob, Shauna, Sean, I'm surprised you didn't take uh, talk about his 115 and a half tackles and taking the over on the season. Uh, that's one that I saw tackles plus assists, 115 and a half for Alex Singleton. Oh, pound the over. The guy's a tackling machine. He's just a long haired Canadian freak who just, uh, just tackles everything he sees. It's great. I, I'm, I, I, you know, once I get the Hertz Jersey, Alex Singleton Jersey, assuming they're, they're getting made somewhere may have to go overseas. <laughs> get some get some knockoff because I don't know if the Dick Sporting Good has the uh, Alex Singleton jerseys. All right, NFL Week One. We of course will be recapping Week One next week and and previewing the uh, Week Two matchup at home against the 49ers. That should be a uh, that should be a good game as well. And of course, make sure you check out oddscrowd.com. Thirty thousand dollars up for grabs and fantasy betting contests. Get in over there and get paid for the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green for Rob, for Justin. Go birds! Go birds! Go birds. Go birds.